0: Hello to everyone tuning in, I hope you're having a great morning, afternoon, or evening wherever you are. My name is William Bolsh. I'm the host of The College Athlete Life, where we gain a further understanding of the college experience for the eyes of a college athlete. Uh, welcome to our second episode. Joining me today is the very talented Isabel Amezqua of NC State. Thank you for joining me today, and how are you doing?
1: Um, thank you for having me, I'm doing really good. Um, how about you?
0: I'm doing great, thanks. It's good to have you be a part of the show.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, I guess I will sort of start... Um, so you were born... i start with well, your life again, I guess, in Mexico. Um, do you remember much of your first time in Mexico? Oh, i in, in Wisconsin, pardon me?
1: Um. So, I was actually born in Wisconsin, but my dad got transferred to Mexico City. And I was only six months, six months old, a year old maximum. Um, so I don't mu- remember much, but I do remember growing up there and it it's it's been amazing growing up in Mexico.
0: Yep, so um, h- how much of your time did you spend in Mexico the first time that you were there?
1: Yeah, so basically my whole life, I was there for 16 years, and yep. I moved to... Texas for my freshman year of high school um I was only there for a year but it was a great experience and later on I moved back to Mexico I was there living with my family for a year in Mexico City and for my last two years I went to a golf academy in in San Luis Potosí Mexico so (laughs) different experience but it was amazing
0: yeah uh, I love, love the pronunciation of the academy.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so before I guess when you switched from Mexico to Texas, um, were you like speaking English then or were you only speaking Spanish?
1: Um, yeah. So for most of my life I went to an international school and okay. my my mom was very adamant in speaking only English to me. Mm. Um so I grew up speaking English and Spanish. So so it's really cool.
0: Do you think your parents sort of uh, sent you to that international school as like, I guess a plan to add more skills to your repertoire or like they knew what oh. was best for you?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, it was an IB system school. So I grew up with, with that system and it for sure opened a lot of doors for me. Um, a lot of writing, reading since I can remember. And after I was there until form one, and then I went to a Mexican system school, which obviously I had an advantage because I already spoke English and a lot of, a lot of kids my age were still learning. So, so it's really helped me um, become the person I am today.
0: Mm. Um, Was there much of a change from when you moved uh, from, Mexico to Texas that you experienced or was it fairly similar? Uh
1: yeah for sure it was it's completely different um I lived in a small town in Texas um and I grew up in a city Mexico City one of the biggest cities in the world yeah Uh, it went from being 21 million people to 60,000 people so of course it was a huge change um lifestyle wise um but I feel like living in texas it gave me a much bigger opportunity to grow my golf um just because golf in the u.s is so much bigger than it is in mexico
0: mm. and um, at
1: that time at least
0: yeah and you also touched on it a little bit there um that you are a golfer a member of the wolf pack um yeah. what yeah <laughs> what what drew you to playing golf
1: Um, so we, when we first moved to Mexico, we joined a a club there that uh, had golf and I actually started swimming when I was a really, really young age. So everyone thought I was going to stay in swimming. Um, but my brother, he, he played golf. So kind of followed along his steps when I was six and I just fell in love with the game and. I'm not going to lie. It took a while for me to fall in love with golf. And yeah. my parents kept pushing me to stay in it. Um, And I stayed and I'm so grateful I did because it is giving me so many opportunities.
0: Mm. And we'll go, we'll go into those opportunities a little bit later. Um, when you were like in your second period in Mexico, um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: What was the decision like going about going to NC State? Like, was there other considerations or was that the main option?
1: Yeah. So, obviously, it's a long process um, sending emails to coaches, um, going on visits, um, weighing pros and cons of each school. But in the end, um, here at NC State, everything felt so welcoming. And as soon as I visited, here I felt at home, and so it really came down to that. It was where I felt most comfortable.
0: Um. Mm. Um. So you're majoring in communications, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah. So, correct. so tell us about that. What's that sort of like? And what do you sort of study um, with that?
1: Yeah. So I'm a communication major, I'm focusing on public relations.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's it's always it's always been myself to communicate. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but I like talking. I lo- I enjoy meeting new people. So I feel like public relations was the right way for me. And I feel very happy with my decision. Um, it's a lot of, again, reading and writing like any other college major, but um, the classes I most enjoy are the ones that are entailed to my major. And I just, it's it's a lot of theories, a lot of why people do, why people are the way they are, how, so, how society functions. Um, and being a public relations um, major is, is a lot of problem solving, conflict solving do with society. So it's it's a really cool major and, and I enjoy it thoroughly.
0: Do you feel it's a little bit difficult to balance studies with the sporting career, I guess, or do you find that fairly comfortable?
1: Um, What helped me kind of ease myself into this um, student athlete life was the two years prior to coming here, going to the golf academy, which is very golf intensive. And there's not, it's, I'm going to be completely honest with you. Um, There was not it wasn't very much school focused, but you do learn how to live alone and how to manage your time. And once you get here to college, um, it's, it's like a, it hits you like a bus. It's, you're now for sure living completely alone. You have to find a way to eat in between practice and classes. And you have to see if your schedule fits with your practice. And it's not easy, but it's very much worth it
0: would you say at first that was uh sort of scary or like more like a tiring thing to do
1: I think I was too tired to notice how scary it was yeah <laughs> <laughs> um it's it's crazy um right now we're on off season but the first day you step into the first semester it's go 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 um you have to be you have to go to class you have to go to workouts you have to go practice and then you have to study so there's really not much time for anything, but you're not alone in the process because you have all your teammates and your coaches are trying to help you. And also what helped a lot was my first semester here at NC State, Um, tournaments got canceled uh, because of COVID. So it it helped me ease myself into the whole situation, obviously without tournaments. And that's a huge factor that spring semester hit me like a bus because you're traveling, you have to email your professors and sometimes they, they're they not willing to help out. But most of the time it's you have to manage your time to make those assignments up or test or lectures or whatever.
0: Yeah. And what would you say like the college culture events NC state is like? Like, is it fun? Is it academic? Is it? maybe a little too much partying. <laughs> Where do you sort of see it fitting in?
1: Um, unfortunately, I haven't had um, much experience partying just because I get back home and I'm just, I just want to go to bed. Yeah. But the few instances that I have gone out, it's been so much fun. Um, people here are amazing. Um, it's a, it's a very diverse community. And, um, which makes fitting in easy and everyone finds their own little group. And thankfully my team is pretty much international. We have two Americans on the team, but they are also amazing, but you learn so much about the world and how everything functions. And it's just, it's been so much fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that, that sounds pretty good.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So let's move back in time I guess to your freshman year um mm-hmm. I've got here in my notes that um 12 of the 15 rounds that you played you scored in the 70s and you yes. also had the second lowest uh stroke average in the team of 77.33 so yes Donna sort of talked to us about the freshman year and how that felt being such a valuable member to the team
1: um freshman year was very difficult um as a team, we didn't perform the way we didn't we we wanted to. Um, so it's difficult because every tournament is a new challenge, and when you're not performing the way you want to perform, it just becomes even more difficult to balance everything. But in a way, we're all we were all very essential to the team. Um, it was difficult and. Because in the midst of being in your freshman year, you're just getting used to everything. And then you have to do golf. So I'm not going to lie. It was very difficult. Um, mm-hmm. They were not my best scores. And this year has been much better.
0: Yeah, you, you sort of talked about the first year being not your best scoring. Um, mm-hmm. From my understanding, golf is sort of played like it one – tournament I guess or one event there'll be like three separate rounds is that correct yes what's sort of the mindset that you have if you don't perform the first round like when you go into the second round do you have a mindset of like all right I've got to perform better here or do you sort of have like it's not good to say but do you sort of have a mindset like oh I'm stuffing up here you know my time is over
1: yeah for sure it's difficult um As I mentioned before, every tournament is a new challenge. Um, Every day, every shot is a new challenge because golf, again, is so diverse. uh, You never have the same shot. So I think it's very important if you don't perform the first day is to go out the second day and be like, okay, it's a new day, different conditions. I am. I've rested and now it's time to go perform. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Then there's another round and there will always be another tournament. But I think in some of my, when I was playing my worst, it was, it was just this constant um, negative talk to myself where I'd be like, Oh, that's why you shot this because you're bad. So I think, Every single athlete goes through a period of time where it's so easy to speak negatively about your game and you kind of forget the good things. Mm. So in comparison to this season from last season, it's just positive talk and hyping myself up to be like, okay, it wasn't the best round, but tomorrow is a new day or next tournament is a new tournament. So it's just... It's hard to switch your mentality when it's going bad, hmm. but all athletes have gone through it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll move on to a bit more of a lighthearted note now before we talk about the 2021 season. Um, I know personally for me, like, I, I'm not a golfer. I play a bit of pitch and putt or mini golf, if you know what that is. <laughs> like, yeah. what what always is a problem for me is sunburn. Is that ever a problem for you?
1: Yeah, so... Um, I just came back from a tournament in Argentina and there's holes in the ozone cap there. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, my skin is completely peeling off right now. So, and then because golf doesn't stop if it's an outdoor sport, obviously, but it doesn't stop if there's only if there's lightning. So it really depends what kind of day you get, but it, some burns do get really bad and tan lines are not pleasing to the eye.
0: So. Mm. how do you find like the right balance I guess bet- between like wearing, I guess, like a, a t shirt versus a long sleeve whilst also factoring the weather. Like what do you go for? Do you go for comfort? Do you go for do you base it off the weather? Like how do you base oh, your uniform?
1: Totally off the weather. Yeah. Um, right now it's cold here in North Carolina so all we're wearing is long sleeve shirts, turtlenecks, and I want to say like at least two sweaters. Hmm. So long pants all the time. Um, but in the summer here in North Carolina, it gets really hot and humid. So you have to wear shorts and sleeveless, but you also have to worry about the sun and you have to wear your, your sun sleeves. So it's it's just really depending on the weather.
0: Because mm, I imagine that in America, particularly in North Carolina, the, the weather, like, fluctuates. Like, there's a big yeah. difference between the hot and the cold.
1: Yes, for sure.
0: Mm. Um, So moving on now to the current season, I guess, like, the 2021 season, do you want to talk to mm-hmm. us about that?
1: Yeah. Um. I mean, after my season, spring season, Um. Obviously I went back home, um, took a week off and kind of reassessed what I had to work on. Um, I went and saw my coach back home and we worked countless hours on just my game, my mental state, everything. So I could come back a better player this, um, this fall. In the first tournament, um, it was great. Um, my first top 20 in college and just in general, the three other tournaments we had were much more consistent on my part and the team was much more consistent. And I think just a more positive vibe from everyone was helped not only me, but the team. So it's been it's been great.
0: And um, upcoming um, is the I believe it's the University of Central Florida Challenge. Yes. Um, how do you, do you sort of practice for i guess the different types of golf courses or do you just show up and play
1: yeah so um it's funny here at um at our facilities we have so in many courses they have different types of grass, especially on the greens so the two type- the two main types are bent grass and bermuda grass and so if we know we're going to a tournament that the course has bent grass we will only practice on that green but if we're going to somewhere where we know it's bermuda we'll only practice on bermuda and it's not only that it, um like sometimes your game isn't at your best so you have to learn to play with what you have it's not really practicing the course but it's practicing what you have that week
0: hmm do, do you find there's much of a difference though between like Bermuda and bent grass?
1: Oh yeah. Um, um, it's just how the ball rolls and the speed of the green and how the green will react to your to your second shot in or first shot or third shot, whatever. Um, how the ball spins. Um, normally, um, Bermuda moves with the. With the sun, so it really depends on which way it, the speed is. It's just, it's so much I, detail I could go into, but um, yeah, there is a main diff, a big difference between those two.
0: Yeah. Um. Before you mentioned that you recently played in a tournament in Argentina.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um. That was the women's amateur Latin America Championship, I believe. Yeah. How, how does that sort of work? I guess um being a college athlete representing the wolf pack and then playing yeah. these different tournaments like how does that sort of work
1: um it's amazing um no matter what tournament i'm playing in i'm
0: also
1: i'm always representing mexico and the wolf pack yeah so it's just it's a pride it's um it's exciting every time you go somewhere because even though at the women's amateur I was representing Mexico I still I'm still representing my school because that's where I play most of the year and when I'm playing a college tournament I'm representing um the wolf pack but I grew up in Mexico and, and people know I'm from Mexico so I'm representing my country and it's just every single time I have that in mind, no matter what tournament it is.
0: Mm. Do do you think that adds a, like a layer of pressure or more like a, I guess a layer of pride?
1: I think it's mostly pride. Um, obviously when I don't perform it's disappointing because in the end, it's not only for me, it's for my country and for my team. Mm. So I think sometimes it is disappointing and there is a sort of a factor of pressure. But it's so amazing being able to represent these two my country and the wolf pack
0: is it easy to get clearance like from the wolf pack to play in these different tournaments like do you need clearance I guess
1: um you yeah I mean you just have to fill out a form but there's nothing to too crazy about it I mean mm. I yeah there's nothing
0: yeah <laughs> have you have you got like a favorite tournament you've played in outside I guess like not a non-college tournament
1: um I have to say this um women's Latin America tournament was such a great experience um it was sponsored by the RNA and Anika and Anika is one of the biggest biggest golfers golf has ever seen so seeing her and seeing the the effort she puts into making women's golf in Latin America so big is just it's an incredible experience So I have to say that's one of my favorite tournaments um yeah
0: well what about the country I guess of Argentina did you get to explore much of it
1: um no um sadly because of COVID restrictions um the tournament officials decided it was opted for us to all stay in the hotel most of the time. But you still get to experience the culture in Argentina. Um, obviously, the people who work there are Argentinian, and you kind of get the vibe. It would have been awesome to get to know the country more, but it was amazing being there.
0: Mm. And then during, like, the COVID, I guess, we're sort of in a bit of a COVID area of time. Um, hmm Have you ever had to play like wearing a mask?
1: Oh, no, no, (laughs) no, but um, we do have like if you're going to the club into the clubhouse, you have to wear a mask, but you don't have to wear a mask to play.
0: Yeah, I know here in Australia, uh, during our lockdowns, like all our recreation facilities were closed down, including golf courses, despite them Mm -hmm. being outside and despite golf being like a a sport or like for example an activity you play like one or two people like what was that like in um North America like did you have the same sort of regulations
1: yeah um so when the lockdown first started all golf courses closed um so my dad actually built a net for me in my backyard um but yeah there was no access to golf clubs which was difficult because a big factor of golf is Playing on a course, so there was no mm. courses to play on. Um, there was no facilities to get onto, so it was just every every single golfer I know built a net or some sort of facility in their backyard.
0: Mm. Um, what would you say are your goals for the short term when it comes to golfing?
1: Um, oh, I have them right here. Um. <laughs> I do want a 73 or less scoring average um, Win my first college tournament individually and as a team and play with a purpose. Every single time I go out onto the course, I think that's the most important goal for me because sometimes I forget why I'm out there and it's just finding my purpose each, each tournament. So
0: but what about more like the long term? Oh yes.
1: Um, long term, it's difficult to. I would like to be an all American, um, golfer. Um, I still don't know about being a pro. It would be an amazing experience, but golf, women's golf is growing so much, and it's becoming even more difficult to become a pro. Um, that's something that I, I, I'm i going to be seeing as I go through college. I do want to graduate. That's, that's a hundred percent. And yeah.
0: Um, I've got also here, like a, a follow-on question. Um, yeah. would you rather a spot on the LPGA tour or a spot on the Mexico Olympic team?
1: Oh, that's a um mexico olympic team for sure um it's just such an honor to represent my country anywhere and the olympics has always been a dream for me which is insane it would be insane to represent mexico in the olympics
0: Mm. well because i believe golf um is sort of a a very new sport to the olympics i believe it only came back in in the most recent games is that correct
1: um it came back in rio
0: okay um, did that sort of like spur or like increase your motivation a bit more?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I remember watching the Olympics that year and seeing, uh, watching the the women play and, and I must have been what it was almost five years ago, I think,
0: Rio.
1: Mm. Um, I just remember being like, I want to be there someday. And it's been a... A push factor for me to still be in golf
0: yeah if we step aside from golf I guess have you got like as well as the um graduating from your degree that you've mentioned have you Mm -hmm. got well I, I assume you do but have you got what are your goals for the future
1: um obviously graduating um I know I want to work around golf um for me personally i I'd look at it because golf has been part of me for so long, and i I would not be ready to let it go i i wanna I wanna be a factor to push golf in Mexico, especially for women mm. um, no matter which way I do it is either being a pro playing in the olympics or or being a teacher or making tournaments for golf there but um I know I want to be someone inspirational so more girls like me have the opportunity to go to college on a golf
0: scholarship Mm. love love the sound of that that's pretty cool yeah um we'll sort of progress now to like a short segment if you will I guess um of like Mexico versus America so like I'll mention something and maybe give me a bit of a blurb about, you know, why you think a certain way and then give me w- what country you think has has a better. I, I guess you'll see what I mean. So what yeah. country do you think has better music?
1: Oh, Mexico, for sure. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, any reason why? <laughs> oh, um, what do you think that?
1: I, I think it's more fun. Yeah. Um, uh when I'm back home and I don't know we go out or something music um vibes are much more alive there um there's some music that I like here in the U.S. I I really like country I was very adamant in not liking country yeah (laughs) it just it just hit me like a bus and now I listen to country but most of my playlist is in Spanish
0: hmm not Chovy. Sharing Spotify details after the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about sport? What country do you think is better at their sport?
1: Um, you the U.S. has more opportunities to grow as an athlete, so I would say there's more more factors pushing you to become an athlete here, just because it's more developed and. You don't have to be, you don't necessarily have to be part of a a social class to join a sport and be good at it because there's a lot of free opportunities to be an athlete. Whereas in Mexico, you can only be a golfer if you're part of a, a private club and it's expensive or, I mean, facilities there are not as near as they're as they are good here in the U.S.
0: Yeah. What about food?
1: Oh, Mexico. A hundred percent. There's no doubt in my mind. It's weather. just amazing.
0: Also, sorry, sorry, for se, Oh, oh say.
1: no, 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 it's fine. Um, weather, I'm going to have to go with Mexico City. Um, you do Celsius, right? Yeah. Okay, so in Mexico City only, um, it will never go below, like, 4 Celsius. But it also, like, no matter the year, no matter the season, it will never go above 30.
0: Mm. So it's
1: just perfect weather all around.
0: Yeah.
1: Here it just spontaneously rains out of nowhere, gets really hot, so. <laughs> mm.
0: Well, what about entertainment spots?
1: Um, we're have to go with Mexico again. Yeah. Um, I think it's mostly because I know the country better um, obviously I know where to go back home and but uh, and it's also cheaper to go out in Mexico here mm. in the US it's just everything's really expensive so yeah Mexico yen
0: Have you been able to explore much of America during your time in North Carolina?
1: Oh for sure um. So a lot of the times, um, even when growing up, I I came here a lot to the U.S. Um, I've been to many states. Um, and, yeah, I, th- I have to say my favorite uh, state is still, is North Carolina. It's so beautiful here.
0: Mm. Uh, I think this sort of leads on to the next uh, theme, if you will, uh, cities.
1: Cities. Um, Raleigh. North Carolina is absolutely amazing um, it's not too big it's not too small it's just it's perfect Mexico City on the other hand there's too many people but it is astonishing there it's the it's the second second city with most art museums after Paris so uh, there's Never nothing to do there, you know?
0: Mm. Mm. What about our scenery and natural attractions?
1: Oh, North Carolina. Um, yeah. The US in general. Well, no. Okay. Well, Ooh. North Carolina, in comparison to North Carolina and Mexico City, North Carolina. But Mexico is beautiful as well. So, I'm going to have to take a 50-50 there.
0: Seems a bit bit shading, but we'll allow <laughs> Um, I think I know your answer. What your answer is going to be for this one—that um, culture and festivities.
1: Mexico. Yeah, it's it's amazing.
0: Have you have you got like a favorite festival or time of year in Mexico?
1: Um, all the all the festivities around Halloween, um, Dia de Muertos. It's just so beautiful how the city is decorated. Also, Independence Day is amazing there. Everything, I love it so much.
0: Do the, the, the like, uh, like holidays? I guess do they fairly align to the American holidays, or are they completely different?
1: Um, they kind of follow along. Um, really, there's like a couple days like Veterans Day here. There isn't a Veterans Day there, but. Here, they celebrate Halloween 30 to 31st. We celebrate Dia de Muertos, the 1st and 2nd of November. So it just kind of it kind of follows along.
0: Mm. Uh, so now we'll sort of move on to, like, I guess sort of a speed round. But, like, you know, you don't, you don't have to go too fast. You know, we're pretty chill. Okay.
1: All
0: right. Um, who would you say is your biggest influence?
1: I have to say my parents. They're the ones who kept me in here just kept pushing me
0: um favorite movie genre comedy and then favorite movie
1: ah i watched 21 jump street today and i hadn't watched yeah. it in so long and it just makes me laugh so much so I have no. to... one of my favorites
0: that's a good shout i like that i was actually <laughs> doing um like during my research um i th- i remember 22 jump street
1: Mm-hmm. i know they go
0: to college and i thought it was nc state i thought that'd be a bit of an interesting yeah
1: question. i watched it the other day too on the plane and i saw mc state and i was like wait no, what
0: yeah but
1: no, it's not. <laughs> uh,
0: well this is a bit of a uh i don't know i don't know if this is offensive but i hope it's not um is mini golf a sport oh no 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 <laughs> Um, favorite music genre. Um. Oh.
1: Um. Electro. Electronic.
0: Electro. Yeah. Oh. electro. Have you got a favorite artist?
1: Elderbrook. Love them.
0: Okay. And then favorite song in general.
1: Oh, that's a hard one. Um. Feels like a Sunday by Elderbrook.
0: Okay. Okay. Um. In golf, do you sort of have like warm up slash pump up songs, and if so, like what do you go to?
1: Yeah, for sure, I have a whole playlist on that. It's embarrassing. I'm not going to say any of my songs on there. Just no, no, <laughs> it's embarrassing.
0: All right, quickly moving on. <laughs> <laughs> um, what would you say is your favorite sport, like, excluding golf? I
1: have to say either swimming or gymnastics. Okay. Those are the ones I'll watch on TV. Yep.
0: Are your greatest achievement?
1: Greatest achievement. That's a hard one. Mm, golf wise, it had to be um, winning a national in Mexico a couple of years ago. Um, life wise, graduating high school. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For um, now.
0: Yeah, yeah. Do you have any hidden talents?
1: <laughs> yes, I do. Um, I can turn my hand 360 degrees. What? Here, I'll show you. I'll show you real quick.
0: All right, all right, this one's for the video viewers.
1: <laughs> there it is.
0: Oh no! That's,
1: that's the one. <laughs>
0: Does that help with golf at all?
1: <laughs> oh, no, it just, it, it's hyperextension. So it makes my swing more flexible and then it just down. So I have to work a lot on strength. Oh, but okay. yeah,
0: that's why I did. Do you ever, do you ever like bring that trick out to, you know, scare the opponent a bit beforehand?
1: <laughs> yeah. When I first discovered it, I told my mom <laughs> I'd broken my, my arm and she believed me. And we were already on the way to emergency room. And then I told her that i can turn it back oh you didn't, didn't find that too funny
0: yeah i was gonna say you might have been a bit of trouble after that yeah um dream dinner guest
1: tiger woods yeah mm-hmm. there it is
0: <laughs> um if you had the option to look into your future like i know let me start again sorry all right so there's a book And it's the story of your life. You up Mm -hmm. to your current like right now. And then you could would you flick forward to see what happens in the future? Or would you not want to know?
1: For sure. Yes, I would. Yeah. I don't like surprises.
0: No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, go to karaoke song.
1: Um dancing queen.
0: Yeah. I like that. <laughs> more, more of a man myself, but you know, each to their own. I'll ask you golfing ones here. Um, What's the best golf course you've played on? Um,
1: El Jaguar in Mérida, Yucatán.
0: Yep. <laughs> I just love that accent. <laughs>
1: um.
0: The dream golf course to play on Augusta. Yeah. Um, Favorite golfer.
1: Tiger Woods. Yeah. Or or Lorena Ochoa. Both of them.
0: I'm guessing that's another another Spanish thing. (laughs)
1: Hmm.
0: Um, And finally, how do you want to be remembered for your time at NC State?
1: Someone who. Who had a big voice and was able to inspire people from all over the place to to reach to reach their their dreams I think that's I think I think I want I want my legacy to be someone who was able to reach out to people to follow what they believe in
0: hmm. oh, I like that right that's good um before we conclude today, do you want to plug your Instagram or plug any of your socials?
1: Sure, Instagram.
0: Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. What what's what's the username to people for people to follow?
1: At Isabel Amequa. I S A B E L A-M E C U A. That's
0: it. I like the spelling. It's a confusing last name.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, thank you everyone for. Tune in. Thank you to the wonderful Isabel Ameskoff of NC State and the Wolfpack for joining us today. Um, we'll see you with yeah. the next episode.
1: Thank you.